So you got to believe where God leads, God feeds. You've got to believe where God guides, He provides. You've got to believe when God directs, He always protects. Welcome to Treasure Truth with Pastor and Author James Ford Jr., Senior Pastor of the Christ Bible Church in Chicago. I'm Steve Hiller. Glad you're with us today as we continue our series from 2 Chronicles. It's called When Your Back is Up Against the Wall. And if you've missed any of the previous broadcasts in the series, you can always listen online. Just come to treasuretruthradio.org. Well, very often we go to God and asking Him for direction for our lives. But sometimes, even when we feel like we're confidently following what we believe God has laid out for us, it doesn't seem like he's meeting all of those needs. Sometimes we still seem to encounter roadblocks, uh, things that just don't seem to make sense according to our human logic. I mean, look at the story of Joseph. God told him he was going to be a a leader, but he ended up, well, in slavery and then in prison. But yet God was there leading and feeding and training and providing for Joseph every step of the way. And the same is true for us. Sometimes when we feel like God has led us a certain direction, we don't see the feeding right away. It doesn't make sense. We feel like he's guided us this way, and we don't necessarily see the provision immediately. But as Pastor Ford says, that's where faith comes in. When we know that God has led us down a certain path, we can keep going because he is faithful. That's what we're going to continue to look at in today's broadcast. So if you can, open your Bible. Join us in 2 Chronicles chapter 20 as we continue the message, When Your Back is Up Against the Wall. Here is Pastor Ford. This young man uh, was uh, going to be uh, a a potential Olympic gold medalist in swimming. Uh, He was already the national champion on his small island of St. Croix. Uh, But he was so good uh, that he was also ranked in the U.S., uh, you know, on the on the proper because they're part of the, you know, St. Croix, Virgin Islands, uh, part of the United States. So so anyway, uh, he was nationally ranked in the U.S. Then in 1989, Hurricane Hugo hit and the only Olympic sized pool was destroyed. He didn't know what he was going to do. He decided to swim in the ocean. But since there were so many sharks. He decided, I don't think that's a good idea. But if I can't swim, I can't do anything. So he, he was about to give up when his brother-in-law, who had married a sister that lived in the state, said, don't you dare give up. Can't you do something else? So what they did was they sent him a basketball hoop to have put in the backyard, and he began to shoot hoops. He, he was so good uh, that he went full ride uh, to a college. I ain't going to tell you because then you'll figure it out who it is too early for me. And, uh, and so he went to college. And when he graduated from college, he had 1,500 points, 1,000 rebounds, 400 block shots, and 200 assists. Held the record in that school and is still holding up today. He was the first draft, first round draft pick uh, of the NBA, and uh, he went into the NBA, and his first year, his team who had never won an NBA championship won an NBA championship. He won rookie 
of the year. He went on to win five NBA championships, three MVP awards, and his team never missed making the playoffs in 19 years of him playing with them. As a matter of fact, uh, not only that, he was the team leader in points, rebounds, and block shots. Here's what they said. He has the best winning percentage, not just in the NBA, but in the MLB, that's the Major League Baseball, for those of you who are challenged, NFL, National Football League, and the NHL, National Hockey League, combined. Combined. Now, when he first won his first championship, let me tell you what he said, quote, you've done well, and wow, you, I mean, you're just phenomenal. Well, I want to thank Hurricane Hugo, because if Hurricane Hugo had never hit my island, I would be a swimmer and not a basketball player. And he just retired. Everybody help me. Who is he? Tim Duncan. Him and his coach have 1,001 games together, the highest percentage of any coaches ever, and he has just been named. He just retired. You know it. He just retired. Guess what they named him? The best power forward that's ever played the game. Hurricane Hugo was the vehicle that brought him his provision. We look at it, and he looked at it at first. What a problem. Everything's torp. I came to tell somebody that maybe, maybe what you better start doing is looking in the midst of your problem and trying to see the provision that God has placed in there for you, that there is something that God wants to give you in the midst of what you're going through that you never would have had had you not gone through. You, you, you got to be like, you got to be like those city kids. Remember them? They never went to the country. They went to the country and what you had to do was work before you could play. And so they had the rich kids and the, and the poor kids from the ghetto. And they said, okay, what you got to do now is the first thing, uh, you got to shovel all this horse poop. And uh, the rich kids didn't want to do it, but the city kids grabbed the shovel and they were doing it. They said, why are you doing it so, so, so hard like that? And why are you so eager? They said, with all this manure, there got to be a horse in there somewhere. I came to tell you, I don't care what manure you're going through. There's a horse in there somewhere. Oh, yeah. God's got something for you in the midst of what you're going through. Look at the death of Jesus Christ. How in the world could anything come out of that? But he said, except the seed die, it abides and remains alone. But if it dies, it brings forth fruit. Look at all the fruit that Jesus has brought about because of his death, burial, and resurrection. Mmm. Hmm. And somebody came through and you're going through something. It's your Hurricane Hugo. Uh, but that's all right, because some of us can testify. It was a storm that brought us to Christ. Yeah. Yeah. Amen. Some of you are in church right now because you said, God, if you get me out of this. Oh, somebody relating with me now. 
Yeah, it was your storm uh, that brought you out of that bad relationship. You wouldn't quit him, so God had him quit you. And now you can look back and say, thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Bless your holy name. You are good. Yeah. They fired you out. No, they didn't. They fired you up because you was working for them. Now you work for yourself. Stand up and let them see how clean you are. You buy your own stuff. You, you make your own prices. You, you, you quit when you want to. Take the vac vacation when you want to. Don't nobody tell you anything. You tell everybody what to do because they thought they were firing you out, but they really fired you up because you started your own business. You didn't sit back and complain and moan. You look for the provision in the midst of the problem Go ahead with your bad self. That's it. Yeah, that's it. That's it. And so you got to believe where God leads, God feeds. You've got to believe where God guides, he provides. You've got to believe when God directs, he always protects. Yeah, God won't always keep you from it. But God will always keep you in it. David said, yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I'll fear no evil. Why? Oh, hallelujah. And so expect the fruitful provision of God. Now, let me drop them. I'm not going to push them. Uh, but here it is. Here it is. Notice, first of all, with me, the catalyst for this provision. Look at what it says in verse 22. And when they began to sing and to praise the Lord. You missed it, didn't you? Let me say it again. And when, and when, and when, wait a minute, they ain't listening over here. And when, yeah. See, see, uh, if you, don't, don't turn to it, uh, but you can write down, take notes. Psalm 106, I, I might as well just go ahead and, and, and turn to it. Psalm 106, here's what it says. In, in Psalm 106, it's talking about uh, Israel. God goes through in 106 and he tells them everything that he did for them. So in 1 through 11, he says, praise him, praise him, because he did this. He did this. He visited this. He rebuked the Red Sea. Verse 9, he saved them from the hand of them that, that hated him and redeemed them from the hand of the enemy. And when the waters covered their enemy, there was not one of them left. Verse 12, 106, verse 12, here's what it says. Then believed they his word. Then they sang his praise. Wait a minute. Wait, 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 wait. Wait, wait, wait. You see what's happening? And when? Now, let me tell you what that is. That is, that's a simultaneous response. It, it, it says in, in Psalm 105, then they believe. That's a sequential response. Okay. And when? That's a simultaneous response. It means it happened at the same time. Then is a sequential response, which means one thing happened, then another thing happened. Everybody with me now? So what does that mean? In Psalm 105, they couldn't praise God until after he got them a job. They couldn't praise God until after he, they healed his body. They couldn't praise God until after he brought the relationship back. They, they couldn't praise God until after the kids came back. They, they couldn't praise God until after, after, after. But here it says, and when. In other words, they start praising God, they start worshiping God, and God start working for them. And it happened at the same 
same time that as soon as they start praising God, God starts sending the provision. You're listening to Treasure Truth with Pastor James Ford Jr. A message called, When Your Back is Up Against the Wall. And we're going to get back to this teaching in just one moment. want to let you know, if you're ever on the go, away from the radio, you can still hear Treasure Truth with Moody Radio's mobile app. It's available for your iPhone, your iPad, or your Android phone or tablet. And the best part, it's free. Not only is Treasure Truth available on demand, but so are many other Moody Radio programs and streaming music stations. You can go to our website, treasuretruthradio.org, click on the app button at the bottom of the homepage for more information, or you can go to your favorite app store and search for Moody Radio. You'll uh, find it on iTunes or Google Play. If it's easier, again, just come to our website. We'll link you to it when you come to treasuretruthradio.org. Don't forget, you can also stream programs or download MP3s through your computer or your mobile device, even order copies of this broadcast on CD. Again, you'll find all those links when you come to treasuretruthradio.org. Let's get back to the message, When Your Back is Up Against the Wall. Again, here is Pastor Ford. Hmm. Maybe, just maybe, your provision is being held up because you don't know how to raise your hand and open your mouth and say, thank you, Lord. Bless your name. You're worthy that even in the midst of it, I'm going to praise you. I'm going to give you glory, honor, and praise. Yeah, and so they start praising and God start performing. Notice what happens here. Uh, because in verse 19, uh, there's the word praise, and it is the Hebrew word hallel, from which we get the word hallelujah. You know what it means? It means to brag on God. I mean, to brag on him, to talk about him, and to tell everybody about him. Okay, look at Revelation chapter 15, 3. I'm going to show you. Eight worship scenes in the book of Revelation. Let me show you what... Uh, uh, what, what he does in Revelation 15. I love this. I love this. Revelation chapter 15. Listen to what he does. Here's what he says. This is verse 3. And they sing the song of Moses, the servant of God, and the song of the Lamb, saying, Great and marvelous are thy works, Lord, God Almighty. Just and true are thy ways, thy King of saints. What are they They're bragging on God. They're bragging on God. Now, a couple of things I, I just have to point out. Number one, they sang the song of Moses. This song is at least 6,000 years old. You know what? When they start singing this in heaven, you know what God said? Hey, that's my song. Uh, because he told them in Isaiah and he told them in Jeremiah, I have a favorite song. You used to sing to me. You don't sing it anymore. I'll explain it when I preach a message entitled, When the Saints Lose Their Song. Uh, but this is a song that's been around for a long time, the song of Moses. Now, get this. Uh, what, what, listen to what it says. In the song of Moses, you know what that is? He's bragging about the guarding of God. And then the lamb, that's the grace of God. Then great, he's great, that's the greatness of God. Then he's marvelous, that's the grandeur of God. Thy works, that's the grand creation of God. Lord God Almighty, that's the gigantic nature of God. Just, that's the gravity of God. True, that's the genuineness of God. Thy ways, that's the generosity of God. King of saints, that's the governing 
honoring of God. Fear and glory, that's the glory of God. And holy, that's the goodness of God. He just bragging. He just bragging. In one verse, he brags about the guarding of God. You got to brag on it. The grace of God, the greatness of God, the grandeur of God, the great grand creation. As a matter of fact, Psalm 19 says, the heavens declare the glory of God and the work shows for his handiwork. Day unto day, other speech, night unto night, proclaims his glory. And so he's bragging on God. You remember how the old preacher used to do it? Old preacher used to say, he's a heart fixer and a mind regulator. He's a lawyer in a courtroom, a, a doctor in a sick room. He's a wheel in the middle of the wheel. He's the bright and morning star, the fairest of 10,000 to my soul. He's wonderful counselor, mighty God, everlasting father, prince of peace. He is omnipotent, omnipresent, omniscient. He is the just, the true, the holy. He is, and we just brag on God. Why? Because Jesus is our life in a dead world. He's our light in a dark world. He's our liberty in a detained world. He's our love in a depraved world. And he's our Lord in a devilish world. And so we brag on him. Why? Because by his grace, he picked us up. With his word, he fixed us up. In his church, he cleans us up. By his spirit, he fills us up. Through his call, he uses us up. At the rapture, he'll take us up. On the way up, he'll change us up. And for all eternity, he'll love us up. Brag on God. Now, now I done done my bragging but you ain't done yours. So here's what I want you to do. I want you to look at somebody and start telling them all the things he done done for you. Count your blessings. Name them one by one. Save my marriage, I'm bragging on it. Help me raise my kids, I'm bragging on it. Put shoes on my feet, I'm bragging on it. Clothes on my back, I'm bragging on it. Food on my table, I'm bragging on it. Roof over my, I'm bragging. I'll brag all by myself. Yes, he is. Yes, he is. Yeah, somebody say, yeah. Yes. Mm. Yeah. But then look at it. Uh, because he also, in verse 21, uses the word we talked about last week, yada. It means to extend the hands. I don't know if you had children or grandchildren, uh, but whenever there's danger and my grandkids, I was around, they would be facing whatever it was. Say it was one of our dogs barking or something. And they would look and they would throw their hands up. They throw their hands up. Remember what it means to throw your hands up and praise the God? Who remembers the three things? Who want to get an A today? Never mind. Who want to make $100? Give me all three of them. Okay, I know you couldn't do it. Exaltation, examination, and expectation. Yeah, and so what, what's the saying? When my grandkids, the dog would be barking, Papa, pa, and they, they throw their hands up, and I pick them up. And when I pick them up, you see, what happens is this. Uh, what they were looking at, they're now looking down on. See, I lifted them above 
their circumstances and they felt safe because they were in my arms. And what I did was give them a new perspective where, where their enemy couldn't touch them because I'm so high. I'm gonna buy this one too. Yeah, and so they lift their hands to God and they say, Lord, we love you, we trust you, we magnify you. It is, and then in verse 20, uh, 22, they use to heal them, to heal them. And, and so notice what happens. The first word, they praising God for what he did in the past. The second word, they, they praising God to do something now. To heal them means to praise God for what he has not yet done. That's what they're doing. They, they say, look, 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 God, you haven't done it yet. We're living in the right now, but we're praising you for the not yet. That's what we're doing. We're praising God on credit. Now, don't look at me like you don't know that you got to keep them credit scores up. Because here's what, here's what you want to do. You want to be able to go buy your car and get a low percentage rate interest rate, and the interest rate that you have is based on the credit rating that you have. See, in other words, they're praising God on credit just like we do. In other words, we want to keep that credit score in the 800s because that would keep the interest below 5%. Now, some of y'all don't know what I'm talking about. You haven't seen 5% interest in, you, you know, you, you, you know. You know why? Because your credit is no good. And so what they're doing is this. They paying their praise bills and they're praising him for what he has not yet done because they're, they're, they're putting their credit score high. I wouldn't take a chance. If, if I knew that God dwelt in the midst of the praises of his people, there's not going to be a day that I don't say, thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Bless you. I'm going to build up my praise credit score. <laughs> like that praise credit score. You're listening to Treasure Truth with Pastor Ford. And as he points out, there is something for us to be praising God for. If nothing else, we can praise him for the gift of grace and salvation that he offers and gives so freely to us. And maybe you want to go back and listen to this teaching again. Just be reminded of these truths. You can always listen online by coming to our website. It's treasuredtruthradio.org. That's treasuredtruthradio.org. Well, Pastor Ford is uh, hanging out with me in the studio for a little bit here. And Pastor, you know, this radio ministry is listener supported. And we need both the single gifts and the ongoing monthly gifts, don't we? Yeah, we certainly do. Well, you know what, Steve? I've heard so many listeners and gotten emails. Amy sent me quite a few yeah. emails of people who said, when I needed Moody to hear a word, it was there. Okay, so now we need you to be there. Yeah. And we need monthly supporters so that whenever you need to hear us, we'll be able to respond. Uh, without monthly supporters, that can't happen because all of us have one-time expenses and monthly expenses. Sure. Uh, but Moody Radio needs those partners who will come on board, not just for the one time, 
but for the ongoing expenses of radio. Well, you can help meet those needs as you give a gift to Treasure Truth and the Moody Radio. The easiest way to do that, come to our website. It's treasuredtruthradio.org. Click on the link that says Make a Donation. And you can become a regular giving partner, a monthly giving partner right there. Again, that's at treasuredtruthradio.org. Thanks for doing that. Thanks for praying and for listening today. Thanks also to our producer, Amy Rios. Treasure Truth is a production of Moody Radio, a ministry of Moody Bible Institute.